you ain't never heard me before, it's time to get used to this voice now. I'm kicking it with the Black Beatles themselves. This is Brent from Oak Discussions. Let's rock the mic. The Black Beatles are in the building. everybody want to uh, once again welcome everybody back to another episode of the ball and beats podcast once again i am your man b spence jay-z what up and together we definitely are the black beatles in the city you know how we get down and today we do have a special uh guest host on with us today we got my man brent from the oaf or oaf Discussions podcast, whichever way you want to say it, he's rocking yeah, yeah. with us today. What's going on, boss? Man, I'm here just doing it for the culture again, man. I had to come on the show. Had to. I get to rock with the Beatles? Come on, man. You know it had to happen. Yes, sir. You know yes, what I'm sir. saying? The Beatles in town. Uh, So we're going to go ahead and get into it. Just uh, if you could, just let everybody know a little bit about yourself and just a little bit about uh, the podcast that you are a uh, co-host on. So, man, I mean, if it's whatever women's out there like long walks on the beach, no, no, no. But uh, <laughs> nah, I've been um, I've been in the podcast game for what two years, two years now. I'm in my sophomore season. Uh, I gotta check the stats. I think I might have got one up for rookie of the year. I'm not sure, but you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> it was kind of a, we need a recount like Florida yeah. or like Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Because I think I got that, though. But um, been in the podcast game for a minute. Uh, been lucky enough to run into you, you two, uh, you know, through the years. Different ways, shapes, and forms. Yes, uh, my podcast, Oak Discussions, it's four of us, uh, four friends, and I, shoot, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, we could be considered only as a fan. We talk pop culture, music, life, movies, comics, games, sometimes sports, politics, um, technology. There's a crazy conversation on robots, these sex robots. <laughs> we covered it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But um, we also have the episode that will be about outrage culture. So people would just be outraged as hell. So we'll talk about that. Like, if you want to check us out, we on um, probably where, wherever you can find this, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, um, iHeartRadio. I think we're getting another one here soon. And you ever need to find me or after this episode, you want to add me, just depending on what gets said in a little bit, <laughs> uh, you can come find me at uh, LLCoolB22. That's L-L-C-O-O-L-B-22. That's Twitter, wherever you want to find me. That's what's up. That's, That's good. Up. You know what yes, I'm saying? Sir. How y'all doing? We good. We good. So I got a question. Uh, you dated a lot of topics. Uh, so how often do y'all do y'all podcast? And also, I know you said the four people. Can you uh, tell us about the other people on the podcast with you? What was the first question? Um, how long you been? Uh, well, you said two years. Okay. Right. No, so no, no, I got you. So the old, topics, old like, you know, just like. Name maybe one of your favorite topics that y'all had, and then Ooh, also okay. describe the you know the rest of your 
co-host. I got you. I got you. So, Oath Discussion's been going, I think we came up that we're in our third season. So, I think it's been going for about three years. You can catch YouTube. On YouTube, you can catch some old, old episodes where it's my buddy, uh, Kid Swift, G, or Gary, and Webb, who's back on the show. He originally, them two originally started it together. Um, those two, we all went to high school. Well, the three guys have all went to high school together. And we have our fourth is Shayna, who I met at work. But I'll get to them in a second. Uh, old discussion you can catch on YouTube as well. So if you go back and you just see crazy gaming and movies and stuff like that, that's some old episodes. Uh, you'll see us roundtable um, chopping it up. Those are the new seasons. So um, old discussion's been going three years. Uh, I met Gary in high school. Yeah, I met Gary in high school. He's the other co-host. He's one of the co-hosts. Um, we've 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 DJ weddings together. We had a little small business. We went around DJing weddings together. We made an EDM um, EP together. Um, Gary and Webb were in the same band. Also went to the same high school. Uh, they was in a band called Country Noise. They produced, wrote, and played everything, their whole band. Uh, Webb is an MC. Uh, Gary is a producer and an MC. Most people don't know that. Okay. And then Shayna, we had to uh, round out the group. But it's kind of hard, you know, when you run into guests and co-hosts to find a another person who, like, matches your vibe, who, who, who can stand the, you know, Staying toe to toe with everybody, and uh, Shayna fit the bill. Me and her used to chop it up at work, and we'd be having these like 15 minute conversations and stuff. I'd be on break and be having like these 10, 15 minute conversations about everything life, you know, life stories, what's going on in life, you know, stuff like that. And had her on as a guest one episode, and she killed it. Everybody, I'm talking about all the guys hit me up, was like, yo, can we get her back like full time? <laughs> right. Did you not? You know what I'm saying? And she was worried that, you know, she didn't do all that. Well, she was like, man, I was enjoying the vibe, you know, the energy, everything. You know, hopefully everybody liked me. I was like, you don't even know that everybody right. wants you back on permanently. So right. uh, hit her up. She said she was in, and then the rest has been history. But favorite topic. Most of my favorite episodes come from when we have guests because having guests on brings out another another level to everybody right yep. and a lot of times in the black beat you all definitely are gonna be on so you know we're gonna be setting that up here soon yeah, but up, uh one of my up. favorite hmm? no i'm just saying that's what's up oh we're, we're definitely oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know. you heard it here all right yeah <laughs> but you know i heard they on they're gonna be on old here soon i heard you say you know you was Going for the sophomore year, you know what I'm saying? We rookies, you know what I'm saying? We trying to get yeah. a rookie of the year. We trying to get a rookie of the year. Trying Donovan ourselves. Mitchell the game. Y'all making some noise, man. Like, I'm I'm hearing y'all. I'm hearing y'all in uh in these podcast streets, man. I'm hearing about y'all. Like, hey, That's what's up. Up. That's it's, what's it's, up. it's all love, man. Y'all doing your thing. So, I'm here to support, you know. Y'all already know. If y'all need anything, y'all hit me up whenever. But uh, favorite time, favorite time. All right, so we had a guest on named Cam. He's from a Grown Ass Man podcast, and he was on. And somehow it was like when hoverboards was hot, like when it was hoverboards. <laughs> and somehow we got into a conversation about 
pulling up on like a hooker with a hoverboard. And I know that's like strange, but it was just like how we segue into some kind of joke about somebody pulling up or a hooker pulling up on you on a hoverboard. What would you do? Like that was a crazy convo. Um, we had a lady on from a uh, room for relations. Uh, sh she's actually a therapist uh, or yeah, our therapist. She might be a sex therapist. I'm not sure. But uh we were rapping, and uh, that was when the first set of robots came out. Like, uh, women were getting robots, stuff like that. And we were talking about, like, one of the articles, like, men are going to be replaced by robots. And she uh -huh. got on there and was like, the hell you mean men are going to be replaced <laughs> by robots? Right. I was like, I didn't think it was going to happen, but, hey, you know, if everybody got that loot, then I guess, you know, your side piece could be a robot. <laughs> so like that was that was pretty crazy um trying to think i'm trying to think i had the flu and we were talking about it was a recent episode i had the flu and we was talking about um artists your uh top artist like your your top artists or top five artists who are a feature on a song who always murder like mm. who always Bring that fire, like have the best verse or outshine whoever song it is. Right. That was probably one of my favorite discussions here recently. Like we'll have to have that discussion later. Yeah. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. Oh. Sounds oh. pretty good. We'll see if we fit but, that in. But since y'all rookie, you know what I'm saying? Since y'all got the rookie, the you know the rookie thing, the rookie going. Um. I have to tell y'all, like, one of the strangest times. It's one of the most memorable times. It was the intro to an episode and I think I revealed way too much like, <laughs> like one of them moments like I think I said too much it's probably one of my favorite episodes because we had guest feedback um what the hell day was that it was our 69th episode so we did like an all sex themed episode mm, right a little freaky diggy um, right yeah but the strange <laughs> part was our uh, homegirl Shayna like she wasn't able to make it so we had like topics so you hear like three guys talking about um like sexual topics and uh, i think one of the topics was like what what are the top five favorite positions mm. like something like that right yeah and a dude wrote in and uh named btg he oh, wrote in and Baylor this the great. Man, shout out baylor the great yeah shout out baylor the great so y'all oh yeah He's got you on the map, like yo, you know, <laughs> you know, you're doing something. BTGs, right. that man consumes some podcasts. But yeah, Baylor the Great, he, uh, that man sent some feedback, and that man was talking so, like everything in his feedback was hilarious. That man said, uh, PB and J, sideways PB and J, as a position. Sideways PB and J. Yo, I ain't never heard yo, of that. Hey, uh, we just. We end up laughing for most of most of that episode. Like we ended up laughing just just on some on some other. Oh no no no! I got I got one last one. I'm done. My favorite episode was uh, me retelling um, how I almost threw off uh, my buddy Jacobs uh, through his bed in college off the balcony. We oh, wow. he was on like the 11th floor. Sheesh. Uh, Cause yeah, like we. 
yeah, it was it was one of them things. So hear me out. This was at Unitas. <laughs> yeah. No, this was at uh, uh, UTA, that the, the little family dorm that, that ah, was yeah, over yeah, there, yeah, yeah. right across from the convenience store. So and we was living at, there. And this we is at UofL, right? We was living yeah, there. Yeah, it's at UofL. Hmm? I said, this is at UofL, right? Right next to Louisville Hall. Yeah, this is at this is at UofL, right across from Louisville Hall. So me and him, uh, I think he had his chick. I had my chick. And we 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 in my dorm room, for whatever reason. I walk out, and then basically pride got in the way that day. Like, I had magnets on this door for whatever reason. had magnets on this door. He kept knocking them off in front of me. I was like, yo, if you knock it, he'll knock one off. And I'm talking about my chick's there, his chick's there. I'm like, bruh, if you do this one more time, like, you knock one more, bow, knocks him again. Look me dead in the face. <laughs> right? Right? And you know how you, like, you, normally you wouldn't give that extra one. But this was on, you know what I'm saying, this, this is my boy. I gave him one more. I was like, bruh, I'm for real, for real. Nope, for real. Don't knock another magnet off, dog. Like, you bet not knock another magnet off. I'm going to throw your bed off, off the roof. And this man stopped, sized me up, looked at me. I, he might have looked at his chick. I don't know. Then looked back at me, knocked the damn magnet off. Mm. I instantly walked to his room. My door, one time my door was locked. The door shut. I just remember hearing the door shut. I was in the, I was in the steps. I was at his room. His roommate, I kicked in the door. His roommate was like playing on the computer doing something. I proceeded to pick up his whole bed. I opened the uh the little balcony window, the little thing, the little sliding glass door. I had it out. And it was like pouring down raining. So I brung it back in so nothing get like got wet. And then so I was about to throw it in the tub. This man busts in the room, because I guess he realized like, oh, oh, he was he wasn't playing. So there was like a slight, nah, I wouldn't call it a tussle. <laughs> Cause we didn't fight. But <laughs> It was like a tug of war moment, like with this bed, <laughs> like trying to. I was trying to put the whole bed in the in the shower, and uh, he caught me like midway, and so he ended up pulling his whole bed out and making up his whole bed, all that type stuff. I ended up getting banned. He, our friendship got put on hold, and I ended up getting banned for like two weeks or a month, something like that. Mm. <laughs> like we really didn't talk for like at least a week. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, like that was probably one of my favorite stories because hearing him tell the story and then me tell the story, I was like, nah, nah, don't, don't you be trying to lie like that, nah. You started that one, so that was probably one of my favorite episodes was just the retelling of how me and him have been frenemies quite, a, uh, quite a few times. Well, that sounds like an interesting uh, hey. story to tell right there. That's worse yeah. than the Papa John story. Yeah, oh, are we doing that? Ah man, ah. If we do the Papa John, we gotta do the fast so, food version. So so hold on, Doug, go ahead. <clears throat> y'all y'all speak about how how y'all, you know what I'm saying, know each other. You know what I'm saying, just to give people a little bit of background, since he right. knows a lot of these stories. Sir. Well, I'm gonna put it like this. <laughs> I got some stories. I was a, I was the older cat on campus at this time, but I hung with all freshmen. So, I ran to Brent, like, on some, we outside, who's this guy with this Hennessy bottle <laughs> on campus at 6 p.m.? <laughs> on campus, drinking this bottle, passing it around to every freshman on, on the campus. You know, having to run into Brent, and Brent was always, man, Brent was cool, but 
if you made it mad, dog, Brent was a hothead, dog. So, man, That's we ordered we ordered pizza Most one time, bro, and Papa John's was right there on campus. Right. So we used our meal card, you know what I'm saying? Ordered up a few pizzas. They never came. Well, at this time, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Cats was really hungry and pissed off. So we called up her, and they, like, not answering the phone, you feel me? So we decided to mob to Papa John's on foot. It's like 20 of us. We get to Papa John's, and the people, like, standing there inside, not doing shit. I mean, we're not doing anything. (laughs) And we're like, we ordered pizza like an hour ago. They pretty much giving us middle fingers and basically said we weren't going to get our food or the money back. So we proceeded to beat on Papa John's windows Dang. until Duke finally came outside and was like, here, take whatever else is left. And we all uh, left like six, seven pizzas. That's the fast food version of it because it was a lot more than went on. But I don't want to. Because y'all had to beat the a- windows? Y'all strong on Pizza Hut. Y'all robbed Pizza Hut pretty much. We did not. We had already paid. Yeah, no, right. We only got what? We <laughs> only got our just do. We didn't rob anything. <laughs> We we got what we were owed. Like they pay what they owe. You know what I'm saying? That was strong on robbery. You know, yeah, compensation. You know what I'm saying? They had to compensate for the walk, man. I was just a savage, man, because I went to U of L and I was on campus more than I was at my own apartment. And I would come mm-hmm. on campus early in the morning, yeah. go to class. Those are facts. Go to the sack, <laughs> hoop, whatever. Take a shower in somebody's room, and then I play PlayStation at 10 o'clock. I never go home. They were like, "What dorm you stay in?" I'm like, home. <laughs> That's the crazy part. Yeah. That was the crazy part. I literally thought CGZ was on on campus, like, that first year. Like, I was like, yo, where do you stay, man? I know you, I know you <laughs> kicking it with us. And I know, like, if I go to another dorm, you kicking it over there as well. I was I'm like, yo, where, do you, where are you at, man? He's like, nah. I ain't even on mm. campus. Anyone what? <laughs> say what? It was fun. Yo. You know what I'm saying? And then on top Most, of that, it was college. Who wouldn't want to oh be yeah. in college? College day. And yeah. then I'm 21. So drinks on me. Anytime you <laughs> see me on campus, I had a bottle. It, took, it got to the that point where they was like, the as soon as I get there, RAs, sending police in the rooms, mm. sending, you know what I'm saying, people to the front. You can't have open alcohol. They not old enough to drink. You know, yeah. Blah. Yeah, and I'm like, but I do what I want. Yeah, we couldn't have alcohol so, at all on WKU's campus. That was a dry campus. Well, see, that so we had to sneak that everything. You just couldn't have it on the freshman. Let right, me, right. Let me be honest. At Western, because of them hills, y'all needed some alcohol. Like, Man, I don't even want to talk about them hills, bro. Yo, no I, sir, don't want to talk about it. I, my bro brought me down there for what was that? A couple days. I went to I went to African American dance class. I remember that. I, me- I remember them stupid heels, and I remember at one point BG, you know, BG didn't have curves through most of the city. <laughs> didn't have no curves. Nope. So let's not forget, you know. And uh, I remember being African Americans, yeah, that class. And I remember walking up all that stupid hill, and then I was in there, I was in the back of the class, and I was like, you know what? This ain't so bad. <laughs> That's all I remember. Just all Shout the women out to in the that class. Zone. I was like. It ain't so bad. Oh, no yeah. More. Shout out to the Shout Blue Dome down man. at WKU. Hey, don't, the, don't send me down memory. The only, the only place you could go 
in Western Kentucky, and they the security had metal detectors and didn't use them. Bruh, shout out to the Yo. Blue Dome, the Armory, uh, Reeves, Garrett Hall. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Where was homecoming uh, 06 or 07? Um, I the can't remember back that far, man. Ah, okay. I'll, so one of the craziest times was uh, I think I was I actually I think I was playing a basketball tournament. I don't know if you was in that one, Jeezy, but it was a basketball tournament on campus. We played in that. We got somewhere close to semifinals. We didn't get to the championship game. And I remember leaving that tournament, showering, grabbing a duffel, driving up to uh, WKU's homecoming, and I drank 18 shots of Hennessy that night. You talking about that three-on-three? Yeah, that's what that joint was. And I remember drinking 18 shots of Hennessy that night and went out for Western's homecoming. With Ooh. my bro and his people, you know what I'm saying? And I remember I was on some reckless stuff. That I'm pretty sure I danced with some dude's chick. Like, took the chick from the dude and danced with her, like, right there in, in the same spot. Now what, now, what was funny is, for, in case the listeners don't know, all three of us together work at the same day job. We'll leave it nameless for now. Right. But we work yeah. at the same day job. But... I used to see Brent all the time, and I always, always 100% knew that it was his brother because I went to WKU <laughs> with his brother. Right, right. So I'd be like, yo, what's going on, bro? What's happening? Da, da, da. And he kind of just looking at me funny like, right. I'm like, man, what is he not cool no more? What's happening? But like, ah. swear, swear to God, I just he knew. To cut to her I knew know. it was his brother. Yeah, and that's and because his brother worked there too for a little bit yeah, too. Yeah. So that's yeah. what was confusing me even yeah. more. I was like, I, we just spoke yesterday, bro. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the crazy, but like I funny. always speak, like I always speak. But I've met so many people through college and him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't forget a face, so everybody's familiar to me. But can I remember every time I met? Like some first times, I was like. Yo, what up? You know, you talk like you knew me and everything. So I was like, yo, I, I respond back. Now, if you catch me off guard, I'll be like, yo, you know, all right, cool, cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got to I gotta, I gotta fill it out because I be like, some people, they think I'm him. And I don't know if that's good or bad at times. Like, <laughs> some people just be, just be on some aggressive. Like, I've had a person eyeball me in, like, an old Charlie's for, for, like, 20 minutes and then finally, like, walk over. I was like, Yo, so I don't know if it's about to be a problem or not. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then once I started talking, most people are like, nah, you're not who I thought you was. But right. we also had dreads also. So we That's also had I'm locks. Saying. So and I, and that kind of messed the game up, too. And I never saw y'all both at the same time. But it's so crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. And then we can leave it alone. Our own family says that, too. They were like, man, we don't see y'all both at the same time no more. I'd be like, hey. I never have, do, except for like one night at the hideout. I think that's the only time I've ever oh, seen y'all together goodness, at the same that time. Speaking of it, I was very tired about that night, just real quick. Yeah. So Go his brother it. is, you know, he don't want to listen to me. I'm trying to tell him. I'm like, look, bro, smoke outside. <laughs> <laughs> do not smoke inside, bro. If you smoke inside, they're going to try to put you out. And so... I proceed to walk in the building, bro, and here's security. <laughs> Man, get get this get this get him out of here. Get him out of here. I'm like, who? He's like, this dude right here smoking the club. I turn around and it's Brent's brother. I'm like, bro, <laughs> I just told you not to smoke in the club. Brent's like, 
Man, my bad, man. I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to take him out of here, man. I'm going to get him out so, of here. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, my people's go, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to roll that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, unless everybody got Uber money and stuff like that, he was just going to be like, yo, I, I'm going to park around pimp or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I was like, well, all right, I guess I got to bounce too. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to. I ain't gonna do him like that, but yeah, that was hilarious because I don't think he had ever been before then, and he, you know, some people just they gotta right. do things their own real. way. But everybody was cool, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Even the security that yeah, you security. know put him out, you know, I tried to, I took tried him outside to, the building. They was they was cool, you know I what I'm saying? Yeah. Do it. I with no issues, anything like yeah. that. So every now and then, you know, I go out there check on him, this and that, and everything was smooth, man. But I'm trying to think of a story with CGZ. Well, we'll, we'll, Yo, we'll so, hold on one, one oh, minute. Oh, my bad, we'll, my bad. Yeah, we'll, 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 we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll, mm-hmm. we'll probably come back to that one at the end. We're going to take one quick break okay. here, and then we'll come back with more of the sports topics here on Ball and Beast Podcast. We'll be right back with y'all. Sure. I've been doing this for a long, long time, man. Yeah. I got steeds, I got charge, never sleep. I'm in I'm on your mind, trying to put on for my city. Playing smart, I work hard, living dreams. I'm a star, I got bars. Ain't so hard if you hear me. In the five on the come up round here, they never come up trying to inspire mine. So if you don't feel me, hey, yeah, okay, hey, yeah, okay, I'm on my way, yeah, okay. put on for my city. I remember feeling down because I ain't made it out of town yet. I'm giving up on my d- self. Can't go nowhere with that mindset. Still hurting, only 26. Still got the flow, still dropping hits. Quite a stress when you dig. Just stick to the message you dig. Appreciate all your blessings and tears. Celebrate everything that you did. I be d- if I ain't proud of me. Look at the presence surrounding me. Ain't no joy like riding a beat. Ain't no love like performing. See, from Louisville to Atlanta. From Nashville to Miami. From Mercury to Headliners. My man just sold out the Yum Center. And we ain't supposed to be inspired. Ain't supposed to feel like we all winning. There's too much talent out around here. Success is inevitable with potential. That's why I'm burying all my fears. That's why I'm killing these instrumentals when I'm blowing away to the socks of dental. I yeah. got steeds, I got charge, never sleep. I'm in time on your mind. Trying to put on for my city. Playing smart, I work hard, living dreams. I'm a star, I got bars. Ain't so holla if you hear me. In the five on the come up round here. They never come up trying to inspire mine. So if you don't. I sacrifice for this. All I knew was I was nice with All I know is that I'm destined for this. Fill it all in the pit of my stomach, and we ain't never missed a meal, but we hungry. I want to focus on the right things. It ain't all about fame and money. That's why I created a vibe they couldn't deny. They can't take that from me. Tanks full and the car's running. Ties good, got the mouths burning. No, we going far, I got the wheels turning. Though I'm a star, I am not perfect. On a journey to grow, and it's all worth it. When my spirit was broke, I was still working. Feelings was hurt, I was still shining. Was still grinding, I remain focused. Keep it glow, cause the main goal is stay in control, keep the ball rolling. My feet grounded, got my own sound. And with this voice, man, I got choices. Won't roll, voices is coming soon. We living in the moment, you better know it, yeah. I got steeds, I got charge, never sleep. I'm in time, on your mind, trying to put on for my city. Playing smart, I work hard, living dreams. I'm a star, I got bars. Ain't so holla if you hear me. In the five on the come up round here, they never come up trying to inspire mine. So if you don't feel me. Yo, thanks everybody for sticking with us through that short little break. Uh, welcome back to more of the Ball and Beast podcast. Once again, I'm your host, B. Spence. See, Jeezy. And again, we are the, the Black, Black Beatles. Beatles in the city. Yes, sir. 
And once again, our, our guest on today, uh, we got Brent from the Oath Discussions podcast. And uh, now we're going to get a little bit into our sports topics that we're going to talk about today with the first one that is pretty, pretty sad to my heart, <laughs> you know, because I am an avid University of Louisville fan, all sports I'll for life. Uh, so the NCAA, this isn't funny, Jeezy. The NCAA <laughs> did deny the University of Louisville's appeal uh, for the punishment. So what that means, there was a lot of games that were vacated. Uh, so one of the games that was vacated was the Louisville uh, championship from 2013. And the banner has to come down. So University of Louisville no longer officially has the 2013 championship as a man. Yes, they do. And this was due to the uh, the stripper scandal, the Katina Powell scandal. Uh, this is where this came from. <laughs> so, uh, Brent, go ahead. Give us give us your thoughts on that whole situation there with U of L. Um, I still feel like it, this was overkill. Um, but going forward, anybody else found in like egg, uh, any allegations or whatever of corruption, I'm going to need to see that same energy applied to all other schools. Like, I'm going to need to see some wins, some championships, all that happen because I was like, none of this affected the run or the the players or anything like that. And, like, it it's killing the city. Like, that was a big blow to the city, for real. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I When I got the message, I was like, Somebody actually told me uh, while at work, and I was like, "Yo, you trying to mess up my day?" And that was all. It was all on the uh, sports cast. Like it was just like a gloomy yeah. day. Yeah. So that was weak. <laughs> it was weak. I kind of knew what you know it had been said. Like that was probably going to be the the verdict, but I never really wanted to believe that they would really pull the trigger and do that. Jeezy, what's your thoughts, brother? Ah, uh, Brett. Use the great word in overkill. Even though those things happen, they happen everywhere. We know that. Yeah. We know that on every campus is women that are brought on campus to please the men and <laughs> convince please, them to come to, to the school. To please the men. Yeah, I mean, we, we all know it's, it's <laughs> random girls being sent to dorms and sent to parties with these dudes. They he drinking. Got, he got game was real. That was they're real. They're drinking. They're smoking. Yeah. They're doing everything they're not supposed to do because that's that's how that's life. That's life. When you go to college, you party. You have fun. Nobody's gonna come to your campus if you don't have women. If you don't have drinks, if you don't have smoke, they're not gonna come. I don't care how good you are. And it just so happens all the good schools party like that. So for them to just do that to Louisville, I think is a little bit too much. I can understand the seriousness of it and why. I don't know. I don't understand why Andre McGee and his company really, really chose this woman. She's horrible, but that was terrible, <laughs> but that was just bad. I decision. understand where yeah. the NCAA is coming, but it was from. cheap. I mean, clearly it was cheap. It was definitely super cheap too. It was like it was like back page cheap. It was. Yeah. It was like what was it, was it like? What was it like? Uh, 
a few thousand dollars over four years. A thousand dollars worth over four seasons. Yeah. But I mean, just just from 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 my point of view, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm definitely a lifelong Louisville fan, diehard Louisville fan. I honestly I honestly can't say that it's overkill. Okay. Because I mean, of course I don't like it, but I mean how how when is enough enough? We've had a lot going on at U of L, man. Like the reason I say it's overkill is because if you look at North Carolina, when they came out with them having fake classes, since it were students who weren't athletes that took those classes as well, they pretty much brushed it off. With these 25 players they named, the FBI, the only ones they can prove and indict are the ones that they got on tape or on wire, just like they did mm-hmm. Arizona's coach. And uh, – they single-handedly caught him. As far as all the other players, they're still going to play. They're not going to stop playing. The coaches are still going to coach. They're going to investigate, investigate, investigate. By the time they figure out the investigation and it's over, the tournament's over, these players that could get in trouble will probably be in the NBA. So as far as them paying back money, it's nothing to pay back money. I don't really see any school getting in much trouble. If they're going to vacate wins, most of the players that they're talking about are one-year players, so they can vacate wins from this year. But it's not going to affect Coach K. It's not going to affect Roy Williams. Michigan State, they in a different boat because of the situation with the, the guy that just got all them years. So they might be a little rocky, but everybody else – it's going to be a slap on the wrist. We know it. They're going to pay them hush money. They're going to pay them enough money to where we're going to say you did it, but it's not going to be a penalty. And if it is, it's money. And all those schools that they named got plenty of money. So, yeah, so that that kind of bring, that'll bring us into the next topic that I did want to bring up because this was the latest uh, from the past couple of days. The, uh, mm-hmm. the Arizona head coach, what's his name? Uh, Sean Miller. Sean, Sean Miller. Arizona head coach Sean Miller uh, has – you know, sources have confirmed that the FBI actually did have him uh, on recorded phone conversations, setting up a uh, hundred thousand dollars to to get to one of his uh, recruits uh, to come play for Arizona. Uh, so, and once that came out, I think they had a game today or tomorrow. They played last they, night. They played last night. He was not coach. He did not coach last night. He didn't coach, but the dude He's played. probably going to be gone. The kid did play, but that coach is about to be gone probably. Yeah, but the think, thing is. I think they got him for 3,000 hours on wiretaps. Oh, yeah. But the thing oh, is, yeah. the thing is, he's going to get in trouble. The, mm-hmm. the school's going to get in trouble. Slap on the wrist. He's going to be coaching somewhere in two years. Well, I don't, I don't know if you can. Well, I don't think he's going to be coaching in two years at all. They're gonna, uh, they're gonna do him like Bruce Pearl. It's he's, it's going to be a show cause, and he's not going to be able to coach in the, in in, a, in any NCAA school. He's not going to be able to coach. Bruce Pearl coaches right now. That's what I'm saying. But it was years. It was more than two years before he could coach. But the thing is, he's coaching again. And also, not hold and on. Nobody, maybe I wasn't in. Uh, you know, the 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 coach from Indiana, Kevin Sampson, he had the show cause too. But he goes to get after that too, and I and I don't want to say, I don't want to say it'll be a, a slap on the wrist. I just think it'll. I mean, 
this this is what I'm saying here. At what what happened at U of L, people think that it was hardcore because they took away a championship. If Louisville hadn't won the championship, it would just been wins vacated, which would be the same thing I think is going to happen for Arizona or, or other schools. They just didn't have a championship win to get vacated. So can we really say it's a slap on the wrist if they're really probably going to get the same thing that UofL got, which is vacated wins? Yes, I said a slap on the wrist. If, they don't, if they don't vacate those wins, that's going to be the issue. And that's where I'm like, I don't think all those teams are going to have their wins vacated. Like, I really think they're just going to basically go after the head coach, maybe tell him, like, hey, you can't play, you know, postseason or hit him for recruit money. You know what I'm saying? Hit him for scholarships. But I don't think they're going to have the vacate, like, the vacate all the wins for, per se. Um, but for UofL, what other team-wide issue did UofL have that, that they had before? Like, you had the Patino scandal with um, – the the, the was mistress the little chick but she got Karen, jammed she got jammed Karen for Cipher. extortion huh Karen Cipher there we go Karen Cipher but she got jammed for for extortion so she got shipped off to prison um what other issues what other situations were there because they had well dudes back on there again uh, oh for the um um Adidas that boy, the, what the FBI Ryan there boy, or he, something uh, else he's back yeah he's back on there again though. They named him again because he supposedly, his mother and father took flights from mm, somewhere okay. for five hundred dollars, right. well, and then they also I, had a, a dinner at PF Chang, and but the there was, whole dinner but was covered. The newest one that came out, there was a lot of other schools and players, uh, you know, pointed to this time. So it's you know you had a couple Kentucky players that was listed on there. You had Michigan State players listed on there. Uh, who else was listening on there? Yeah, North, Duke, North, Duke player. But the thing uh, is, see, yeah. that's, that's so, what I'm saying. So it's a lot now. This latest one coming out. But that's what I'm saying. Look at look at the path of how all this happened. Reggie Bush, they took his Heisman mm-hmm. away. They didn't vacate wins. They vacated his wins. They didn't vacate yeah. the school's wins. The school still won that championship. You sure that? Yeah, they didn't vacate that uh, championship. They took they took his Heisman. They didn't take the championship. Look it up. They still got it. Look up uh, Derrick Rose, who was ineligible his whole career at Memphis with Calipari there. They did vacate them Memphis wins. They vacated the wins, but did it really hurt the school? What hurt the school was them switching conferences. If they stayed at Conference USA, they would still dominate. Look at the North Carolinas. Look at – Penn State is the only other school that really had to deal with trouble and also Syracuse. But the reason being was because of the whole reason that they were under investigation. Touching boys, touching women, or having sex with women, raping them is a, is a big deal. Prostitution is a big deal. I say if this whole prostitution thing didn't come out, with this Brian Bowen situation, he never stepped foot on campus. Wendell Carter is under investigation. And Coach K simply said, well, I don't even know the guy they're talking about. And he said, I did nothing wrong, so I have nothing to worry about. And he played a game like nothing happened. Even even the dude from Arizona, $100,000, he shouldn't even be allowed to play basketball. 
if his name's brought up in the FBI investigation. He, he played last be. night like nothing's wrong. But see, <clears throat> this is the but see, this is the thing. This is the FBI investigation. NCAA hasn't investigated any of this stuff yet. Right. Because they I'm haven't sa- turned over the info to the NCAA. But what I'm saying yet. is, with it being one player like UK, UK mm-hmm. got hit with Bam. Bam got hit with two different counts. And then Kevin Knox this year. So Kentucky's already having a they're not having a great season. If they lose in the first, second round of the tournament, and they turn around next year and say, Oh well, we're gonna vacate all your wins because you had blah 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 on your team. Is that really gonna hurt Kentucky at the end of the day? I don't think the vacating wins hurts anybody. Right. I think it just hurts Louisville because they one of those so wins in the championship. And I, and I just looked at the – I did go back – I did go and look at the, the USC stuff. Uh, they did have to vacate – they vacated, like, all the wins from 05, the last two games from another season. They the NCAA, yeah. they couldn't vacate a championship because it wasn't an actual NCAA championship in football. The NCAA does not have a college football championship. It's another entity. True. So that's why they still have the, the championship or whatever. It was the, It's the BCS okay. stuff. So that's what it is. And the, the previous right. championship was from, like, this writer's association. They don't recognize USC as the champion anymore. But, you know, that's, an, that's another thing that's neither here nor there anyway. Uh, the, well, U.L. to have this be their, like, first, off- like, kind of offense, I don't know. It seems, to me, that's why it still seems like it was overkill. Like, mm. I feel like other teams would get a pass in the same situation. I don't think it oh, matters. We all saw who won but, the game. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. At the end of the day, you can't – I mean, they True. can say, oh, you of didn't win. We see pictures. I saw videos. I know people who was at the game. I ran I know down the people street. who – I know <laughs> we was riding around the city all yeah, night. They had ride, yeah. ride, so, uh, ride guards on campus. I'm not even going to – Yeah, I You can't that. say they didn't win. Everybody knows they yeah. won. You can take the bet all you want. Michigan, coach, he already said – that he's not going to say they won. And then you got – and my dude said something so perfect, dog, and I believe it a lot after this. He said that they allowed UCF to make a better as the champion because they went undefeated. UCF did that on their own. It doesn't matter. It was allowed, though. Well, I mean, who can stop them from making their own banner? Right. So, taking the banner down, that – even if they said, no, you can't do the banner, they still went undefeated. They're still going to feel like they won. Yeah, so, yeah. At no, the end I of the day, it doesn't matter. You can say we didn't win, they won. We know they yeah, won. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, do, it doesn't matter. You Louisville can vacate won. all the wins you want. It doesn't matter. Louisville yeah, won the yeah, championship. Yeah. At the end of the day, they won. Uh, they beat Michigan. So, uh, sticking with basketball, but we'll go to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, uh, stated that he was contemplating changing the uh, setup of the playoffs, meaning that, uh, there's a, you know, he was thinking about uh, getting away from it being, you know, the uh, the seeded teams West. from the East versus West, and just getting just the top teams overall and seed those for the playoffs. Uh, Brent, what what would be your opinion on that? How, how, what's your take? So honestly, I would be Larry at first, but I would honestly want to see it just based off competition because. I don't watch the NBA Finals now because mostly all the teams, all the games I want to see are on the West, right? Right. I mean, you do have some matchups with, like, 
Cleveland or Washington and um, um, Boston, but everybody else, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't really care. I don't really have to see y'all play. But with the West, it's so it's so stacked. Is it Every really game though? is almost huh? Is it really stacked though? Mm, I would say it's top. I heavy. would say it's top heavy. I would. Mm, let me see. It's top heavy because you got teams it now is, who were threats, who are not really threats. The Spurs, if Kawhi Leonard never plays again. They're not going to be a threat. That's what I'm saying. True. I, outside of Golden State and Houston, who's really a threat in the West? Okay, she's a threat. Uh, okay, Except see. they got Westbrook. They got to still make sure they make the playoffs. They do, but they're a threat, though. Other, But other than that, I think mm-hmm. the NBA is pretty much even now. I think I think that would have been a good idea 10 years ago for Jordan to live. I mean, not 10 years ago, 20 years ago for Michael Jordan to live. It would have been a good idea because – Mike single-handedly annihilated everybody in the East and the West. I think it would have been a little better then. But now, it's it's also going to be a situation. That's the main thing that they're having a problem with is travel issues. Because if Cleveland plays Golden State yeah. in the second round, and then they got to do all that travel back and forth, that's more money, more money, more money. And then next, say, Golden State beats them. And now it's Golden State and Washington. Well, yeah. In the championship. Some more travel. You're going across the globe, you know what I'm saying? And that kind of keeps it in a eastern and western type atmosphere. But as far as the competition, I think the NBA is probably at its best right now that we've seen in a long time. And when I say by best, I mean a number amount of teams – who have the chance, not saying they will do it, but they have a better chance of going to the finals this year than any other year. Because for a while it was all Cleveland, go to state. Before then it was all Lakers. Before then it was Celtics. Before then it was Chicago. You know, Spurs. It all went in sections. and It kind of got ugly, but now it's getting to the point where Houston can can easily win the finals. Mm. I said it's gonna be easy, but they can beat they can beat Golden State. I gotta see something from them in the playoffs. But I would love to see with this matchup, like change it to just the top sixteen teams. What if I could get go. a Houston versus Cleveland matchup? I mean, uh yeah, go. Houston versus Cleveland. Or you know what I'm saying? Like put some of these East teams against the West teams in in the finals or however that will shake out like that could make for some interesting basketball. Well, I, I mean, mean, it could just they huh? did the All Star game like that, so I never know. Did you like yeah, the All Star game? Yeah, but that's still, but that's still different. All Star game doesn't yeah. mean anything. The All Star game was way better this year, though. Yeah, but, they, a, yeah, but they did the from captains. a defensive you know standpoint, and they was actually out there trying, and it wasn't just no all. Oh, I'm gonna let them come down, throw it out the backboard, and dunk. They didn't do that this year. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying on that aspect. It was probably you know more entertaining but you know you can't if it the 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 game itself really doesn't mean anything you know as far as getting to a championship so it's you know if you're looking at it from a from a from a fan perspective yeah yeah it'll probably it It doesn't affect it it, they do like baseball now whoever won on each side 
They're the home court. The home court advantage. Well, see, how was how does that work if there's no East versus West in because, the All Star game? Because LeBron was the number one in the East. I have to look that up. I don't know if that no, that's what it and is. They don't do that in baseball no more. Yeah, they either. do. If you they win, that whoever wins the All Star game, no, they stopped that. They no, they didn't. It. Whoever wins the All Star game is the home team in the World Series. I'm pretty sure they stopped that in baseball. No, sir. The Dodgers. I, that's the reason why they was home. Else, they just play your. That's the reason why they like, was home. Well, we got the best record. They gonna be the home. You know what I'm saying? They gonna be the home team. Yeah, they do it. They do it. Whoever wins the game gets home home field advantage, and that matters because, especially in baseball, because the AL fact has check. A DH. Fact check: The MLB All Star Game no longer decides World Series home field advantage. They changed that. When was that? They changed that last year. Ah, okay. just changed. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They changed that last year. But what I'm saying about the, in regards to the the, the NBA All Star Game is, you know, and and I think that it does have something with it, like the winning team gets something, but it it still doesn't dictate the home field in the championship. But and and even but you know what I'm saying. Even even if it did dictate that, like there's a difference between that being entertaining, and then of course the fans want the playoffs to be entertaining, but that still is gonna you know what I'm saying? That's it's it's still different when it comes to to playoff time because from a a, a player perspective, they don't care if you think it's entertaining or not. They just want to win. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So that's that's what's different about the All Star game. But it will be the playoffs this year will be way more entertaining. So I think it, I I don't think it's a good idea to change it, the format from the East versus West. Some lower seeds you know. are gonna beat the high seeds this year. It might not I don't be know. the one seed, but Milwaukee, I mean, it can, I mean, it can happen. Milwaukee, I mean, it's happened a lot. A Milwaukee team can slip up and beat easily. Beat. I mean, it's all about. It's not even. A, it's, it's not even about if the team is this good. It's a, it's you know it's, it's matchups. You know what I mean? If you think back to when, uh, if you think back to the year that Dirk won the MVP and they were the number one mm-hmm. seed in the West, they got swept in the first round. Mm. He got swept in the first round. And was the MVP, and his team was the number one seed in the West. Swell. So, I mean, it can happen, but it's about those matchups. And the matchup they had, I want to say, I want to say it was against Golden State that year back then. I would like to see some new matchups. Maybe it, was, maybe that's, it wasn't. That's all sweet. I would like to but see. But, no, nah, the eight seed beat the one seed. That was the first time it ever happened. Yeah. Golden so, State beat, they did beat Dallas. Yeah, and it, but, but and, and it was about the matchups, because Golden State wasn't all that great. They was cold. They wasn't all that great. They was cold that year. They was an eight seed. That that was because they had injuries. They had Byron Davis. They had Steven they, Steven Jackson. But they 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 had Josh uh, Josh Richardson, and they got bounced the very next round. That's because <laughs> they played the Spurs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that was the eight seed, and what I'm saying about what I'm saying about matchups was, you know what I'm saying. During the they they swept Dallas during the season. Yeah, so they were a bad matchup for Dallas. Even though Dallas was the best team in in the league, right? Mm-hmm. They was a bad matchup. So you know that's how it happens, and you know that's yeah. all gravy. So what we'll do right now seems like a good place uh, for we'll take one more quick break, and we'll be right back at you with more of the Ball and Beast podcast. Yeah, yeah. Ky, raised, raised. Ky, Ky, raised. Oh, 
get slicked on them. Watch me get slicked on them. Watch me get slicked on them. KY race with it. KY race with it. KY race with it. KY race with it. Watch me get slicked on them. 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 When I down, they wouldn't told me get my cake up well bitch i got my cake up i see y'all trying to wake up they like fam let's make up we know you on your way up so now they want to f- with me they try and take a pay cut nah i only eat with the niggas that i start with that's my talking business if it's business then i'm all in right if we talking women then i'm all in swimming pool full of liquor bitch, i'm about to fall in call in all the bad bitches Nine or ten inches, the Lord is my witness. Shout out the South Side, I know the bird gon' swerve. The East gon' rip and the West gon' flex. What up? Hey, why race with it? 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 Watch me get slicked on them. 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 Hey, why race with it? 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 Watch me get slicked on them. Watch me get slicked on them. Welcome everybody back to more of the Ball and Beach podcast. Thanks for sticking with us through this last through that last break. Once again, I'm one of your hosts, B Spence. Your boy C Jeezy. And again, we are the Black Beatles. In the city. Once again, we do have our guests on today. Uh, we got Brent from the Oats Brent, Discussions what Podcast. Up? What and, up, uh, though? We are going to go ahead and hop into our hip hop topics here. And the first thing that we're going to get into and just discuss a little bit. Uh, right now, it seems like it's the hottest album that, that just dropped right now in the streets from everything that I hear and see, and that is uh, Nipsey Hussle's new album. Uh, what's the name of that album again? I forget. Let me tell you. I got it on my title. Let me double check. Yeah, I downloaded Pipes. Pipes was hyping it up, so I was like, let me check it out. Every Everybody's hyped it up. Vic, that's right. Yeah. Nipsey Hussle's new album called Victory Lap. It's... Everybody is talking about it. It's the talk of the town right now. Uh, I personally haven't had a chance to get to it yet, but did want to go ahead and get it out there, discuss it a little bit so I can go ahead and uh, listen to it on my own time so then I can come back with it. Uh, uh, Brent, you've listened. You've heard the album, right? Right. All right. So what's your uh, initial impressions of that album? Very solid album. His, pro- his ear for production like I gotta respect it. Like it's he went up there in my book on his production alone. Like from beginning to end. Like I don't know if I next the song. Like, <laughs> real. Like, and I'm talking about even if you just took the lyrics out. Like the production alone is phenomenal. So I I got like I can't wait to listen to it again, just so I can dissect it even more. But I was I was amazed by the production. Like. He did his thing. That's what's up. That's so what's up. actually, somebody somebody mentioned uh, he's got like the Rick Ross ear for production, and I was kind of like, that's kind of high praise. Like, oh yeah, because like, Rick Ross got, has an amazing oh, ear yeah. for production. Yeah, yeah, and, and this album's like you know, this production. album is a West Coast album. Like it's it's nice. I I sat Jesus. back, I sat back, and I listened to it uh, the first time. Mm-hmm. And the first time I was on some, you know, dude solid. He could he could actually rap. But but as far as uh, I don't I don't know who I can compare him to. Like with his West Coast swag, he's real real heavy West Coast. He I don't know. It's kind of like the the Crip version of of Mozzie. <laughs> 
For real. And that and that's giving them props because that Mozzie album is all the way through. You can play that Mozzie all the way through. And that's how you that's how I did his album. He he's got great features. I know he's got Kendrick. Uh he even got Puff on there. Uh CeeLo yeah, Green. Uh, Young is featuring Puff. The dedication with uh Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar's on there, Marsha Ambrose is on there. So yeah. dude came with features. it. You know what I'm saying? CeeLo Green. Yeah, he, he represented the West Side, you know what I'm saying, real nice. And I'm definitely an avid West Coast fan of all West Coast music from the beginning up till now. I love I was raised on the West Coast music. Shout out to BTG, you know what I mean? Shout out BT hey. President. And I gotta give a quick <laughs> shout out to uh B T for that uh that uh Death Row Chronicles. If you ain't seen it, it's tough. I haven't got to catch it yet. Cat, oh my God! I Check hope it's it on out. the fire stick. It's it's definitely on there. Check it out. <laughs> I done seen right, episode a- one through seven. Hey, it it tells like you it tells you a lot of things that were left out of the Tupac movie from when we didn't quite know or have a clear understanding of what was going on with Tupac. It goes real mm-hmm. in depth, and it really talks about the rise and fall of Death Row, and it's it's real dope. So I got to shout out that before we talk about the West Side. I got I to gotta check that out. Yeah, check I got to check out. that out. All right, all right. Uh, also uh, in the news here recently as well, uh, For first of all, it's, it's around uh, Drake's new video uh, that, uh, you know, I'm sure most everybody has seen for the single God's Plan. God's Plan. To where mm-hmm. he... Uh, he donated almost almost a million dollars to to different people, different different uh, organizations down in Miami, and he basically filmed it all for the video. Uh, and a lot of people, a lot of people love what he did there with the donation of the money. And there are, you know, some people out there that uh, f- we can say feel a type of way about how he <laughs> portrayed what he did. Uh, so, so right now there's a little bit, I guess you can call it, uh, we'll call it beef. It's not real beef, but there seems to be an issue between, uh, Paul Rosenberg, who's on Mm -hmm. the, uh, he's on the Ebro in the morning show on hot 97. Uh, so I'll just read a a quote from him about Drake, uh, and the video, uh, where he says, uh, is it a little bit cheap to use those emotions of look at this person in need getting something good? and transfer these emotions onto yourself. He also said, I don't know the last time I saw a four minute montage of look at all the nice things I do. So I want to know from you guys, you mean, does he have a point or is he basically just, uh, you know, shooting down somebody for doing some good, some good things. Um, a little both. Um, like when I first seen the video, I was like, I was like, is he about to do a whole video of him giving out everything? But I realized at the beginning of the video, he's like, yo, the whole budget, we gave it to everybody. And then part of me was trying to figure out, like, so how much did this video really cost to make? Because I guess it was a little bit, you know, what I'm saying? maybe a little bit of something. But um, hearing that all those actions were like real, I was kind of like, you know what? Why not? Like you, he seemed to be really like putting money in people. You know what I'm saying? Like sponsoring real people, doing stuff like that. And um, I would definitely say, like, if you do charitable work, you're probably not doing it for the camera. But this, 
I, I give it a pass this time. It was it was weird to see, because I'm definitely a person to be like, hey, you could have did that without the cameras. And had a, I'd rather read the story, like kind of like Prince. Like Prince say West End, you know, the West End Library here. But you didn't know that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Most people, people didn't know, know that, that until after he died. So weird thing, I, weird thing real quick about Prince, and I'll let you finish. What a lot mm-hmm. of people don't know, Prince was like a devout Jehovah's Witness. You know, we mm-hmm. know he was way out back in the day, but he was he did turn into a devout Jehovah's Witness. What Prince used to do on his spare time is Prince used to go into strip clubs and pay the strippers to stop stripping. I don't know if people know that he went around doing that all the time. Just a tidbit. Dang. He was out here well, saving them. He was, he was out here <laughs> saving them for real. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that, I'm kind of... I'm on the border. I'm on the fence on it. I I, I see what um, Paul was kind of trying to like what he was trying to say, but I also feel like you're not really supposed to knock somebody's good deed. Like if it's really a good deed, still you're not supposed to knock that because he can get publicity any other way. So you know what I'm saying. I would have been mad if he like did a whole video of this and it was like none of those people really got that money. Oh, yeah, that would be atrocious. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I was trying to make sure, because I was watching, I was like, yo, did these people really get that money? Like, how did he schedule it? Because he bought some people some cars, so who did the research on who needed what? And, you know, like, that that was my whole thing. I was like, who really did the research? Because I kind of find it hard to believe that Drake can just walk down on the beach and nobody know who he is, and he can just walk up on a whole family just hugging it out. Very good point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, "Mm -hmm." a lot of this seems staged, but like, some of this could be like for real. But that part, I was like, yeah, I'm pushing that. Like, he ain't got no security, nobody else going. Camera just rolling on a random family. They just cool with it. Like, ah, that's, that was, yeah, that, that rubbed me the wrong way. What about y'all? What what, What what do you think, Jesus? Well, to be honest, Rosenberg's probably right at the end of the day. But then again, I'm going to say my famous line, who cares, man? Hey, the man took his time out to give money back to people who didn't have anything or who were struggling. At the end of the day, who doesn't do it on TV? Who doesn't do it for the lights and the camera and for the recognition? LeBron had us sit here and watch him for an hour talk about his career and everything that was about him, and then he tells us what team he was going to. That was an hour waste of my time, but it still happened. But everybody killed them for it, though. They did. The money did go to the Boys and Girls Club. But the money went to the Boys and Girls Club. So at the end of the day, that's what I said I understand. You know, a lot of people will say, here, I want you to catch me putting my hand out. T.I.'s done it. T.I. went to the mall on Christmas, I mean, on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And was like, whatever you want, it's yours. I'll buy it. It's been several rappers to go to gas stations and just sit there all day and pay for everybody's gas. I mean, it happens. So it's just. Shaq, but everybody bad. probably don't film it. Shaq is probably one of the few people I think typically doesn't film that. Like, apparently he'll do like a post or he'll just pop up at a store and he'll just buy everybody's stuff in the store. And you typically see other people tweet or videotape like Shaq doing these doing these things. But he also does it in a way because he also I've seen him send out a post like I'm in I'm in Orlando right now. Catch me. You know what I'm saying? And then he'll pop up at a store. So 
even that's kind of like free publicity. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah. at the end of the day, people are gonna hate, people are gonna like it, people are gonna hate. I mean, it's gonna happen. Anything anybody does, you can give your right lung to somebody, and somebody's gonna say, "Well, why'd you give them the right one? Why did you give them the left one?" I mean, it's, <laughs> it's always gonna be True. something, you know. So, the way I see it is, hey, he's just another rapper who. Whether I did good deeds. And does he want praise for it? Maybe. Maybe he doesn't. You know, I don't know him personally, but I know it happened. You know, and I know it's going to happen again. Somebody's probably going to try to one-up him, you know. And I think it gets sad to the point where you just want to take over and do something that somebody else does and try to do it better. But at the same time, if it's giving back to the community and giving back to kids – can we really like put a damper on it? Can we really be like? I'm mad at it. Can we really be I'm like, ah, oh, that that was horrible. He might not have liked it. He might have said that Drake did it for himself, but at the end of the day, those people got that money. C- he gave to all C- the charities. C- hey, so I, so so for me, I think that I I definitely wholeheartedly do agree with Paul Rosenberg. <laughs> Uh, and it's it's not a fact of being mad of of Drake giving back to so many people. I mean that's that's amazing to give back to to people like that. That was a, a a great thing that he's done. Drake said it was the the most important thing he's ever done in his life, which it, it might be. Uh, but I mean, there's a lot of when I when I sit back and look at it, I, I analyze it a little bit different. When he comes and says, you know, our budget was you know a million dollar budget. I gave it all away. Don't tell the label. Well, you didn't give the budget away for the video because you still did the video. So, right. mm-hmm. as, hey, you, you know what I mean? Don't tell the label. They definitely saw it. So. And and that's why I was looking at it. I was like, how much did this video really cost to make? Now? Right. Because he, like, I don't know if it would have made it better, but if he had, like, a little ticker that was, like, how much money was, like, slowly being given out, like, I don't know if that would have made it better, but I like part of that video, I was like, so how much money are we at now? Because it don't, I still don't feel like you gave away no, a little bit less than a mil. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. But I also you, don't know what the bundles were. I'm with you. I, right. I'm with you. Right. Like, so all I'm saying is, you know, if you, if you gave away the whole budget for your video, there would be no video. Is what I'm saying. If you if you have, let's just say your budget for this video is five thousand dollars. It's gonna take five thousand dollars to produce this video, and you gave it away. How did you still make the video? I think it was that because he threw the little party, and then basically most of his shots is him sitting with somebody, like sitting on a park or handing a check to somebody. And you know, you know, you could call up a, a university and be like, "Hey, I need to shoot something in the, in your in your hallway real quick." So. You you could probably get that done for pennies, but I mean it costs something. I don't know. Still, and I'm with the, you there. The it only thing, something. only thing I really, really got a problem with and it's technical is because I look at it as okay, you pull it up in hundred, two hundred thousand dollar cars and give them away. Why don't you just give them a charger? You know what I'm saying? Like to that extent, it's like yeah, you're doing it for a good cause, but then at the same time, you still try to flash. How much money yeah. exactly? Because he's giving out fancy cars to average people. You know, they, I'm pretty sure they need it more than just that car. Right, and that com- and that it comes down to the just the whole premise of, you know, you give to 
I'm not, again, I'm not saying he's wrong, but I'm just saying from my opinion, you do give the charity to give the charity, not for the not for the cameras, because you'll see a lot of people, and I think it's a lot of people being hypocritical right now too for praising them for doing all this and that. But when you see a regular person like me or you, this and we mm-hmm. go and we record ourselves here, we're donating at the homeless shelter, giving this and that. People are gonna say, "Why are you recording it? You doing it for yourself, so so people can see you doing it." I mean, right. they should have that same energy with Drake and his video. You're right. That's true. You're right. I and have that same energy. And, and then not only that, we also got to look at the other side. Look at the people who do have the money and don't give back. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's always going to be a... I, I mean, if I'm going to put them on that level, when I think of people that, like, do stuff and, don't, and like, give give back in a certain way, I would think of, like, Jay-Z, Beyonce. They didn't Jay, drop. Jay-Z gives... Red. Man, I know where you're going. I'm you know what I'm saying? Like... Ahead. Ain't no videos of Jay Z dropping dropping money to Haiti, or, right? Right. Exactly. Um, right. Paying what was it? He paid for everybody's lawyer fees, or uh, yeah, the, the Black Lives Matter protests. The people that was yeah. getting arrested, they was paying all of their bail. All yeah. the all they bills. Like he ain't on camera shaking hands doing this. This ain't a music video. That like like charity and music. It, I mean, I'm not gonna say that they need to be separate, but he handles it a different way. Like his charitable acts are like him as the person right right not him on film never and going the, for the video right. that's very true you know what i'm saying like and that's where i'm like if i put them on that same level who who's really recording themselves doing charitable acts like as a music video right 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 seems so, a little seems a little self-serving to me that's just me yeah. i kind of agree with Paul promotion for but himself you know, still so everybody's got their opinion oh it's a, it's a genius marketing ploy for yeah. one yeah absolutely genius. genius and it it's worked genius. it's worked mm-hmm. so you know you it know. ain't gonna make me listen to none of his albums but it worked oh you tripping drake all right man mm, i ain't never in that depressed <laughs> mood man i don't drink and drive <laughs> Hey man, I've been known to Drake and Drive on many occasions. Not <laughs> Drake and Drive, man. Hey, look, look. Sorry. Not only Drake and Drive, but I Sam Smith and Sip. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, uh, oh! You be feeling some ways. Oh man, oh man. And <laughs> have you? And be heavy in, you know. Yeah, a two pocket puff. I was trying to think of something with Miguel, but yeah, that's that's a lot, man. So the, the last thing that we did have on here, uh, uh, Rapalot CEO founder Jay Prince uh, mm-hmm. has oh. sent a, another thinly veiled, uh, you could call it a threat towards Birdman again. Uh, oh. I'll go ahead and read part of the quote that he sent out, uh, which he says, I've never been a man to use the word family loosely because I believe life and death is in the power of the tongue. He also says, I also walk in great respect for the universal laws, one being cause and effect, simply meaning you reap what you sow. With that being said, I say this to the man they call Birdman Five Star. Don't forget you have children, and I know you wouldn't want them to reap the seeds you have sown by doing bad business. This is the truth, raw and uncut. This is how you earn respect on your name, if you can relate to this truth. So pretty much looks like he's uh, shooting some threats at Birdman again. To which it seems Ooh. like he does all the time. Ooh, I felt like this was that. Ah, oh, man. Like, if this was a mob movie, <clears throat> this would be like the 2018 version of, yo, you're going to find you gonna find your kids missing. And, it's pretty much you know what I'm saying? Like, a horse in your, and a horse in your bed if this was uh, The Godfather. Like, 
that threat was that was serious. Like yeah. the seeds of a father. <laughs> hit him with that. Like, man. And I wasn't his first when time. I read that, I was like, bang, bang. <laughs> That's like his second time going to Birdman like that. Hey, bro. Right. It's real. Yeah, put that it's respect real on your name. That's how you earn it. It's, it's life, man. You you can't you can't just do anything you want to anybody you want to and think it's cool. Karma is yeah. is real. It's a real thing. And usually nowadays, these cats are here don't care. They don't care who your mom is. They don't care who you are. They don't care about your kids. They'll kill your kids and kill your mom and let you live with it. Because that's going to hurt you more than anything. It ain't about your pockets. Yeah. At the end of the day, Birdman... Can definitely pay Lil Wayne. We know that. It's not gonna hurt him, especially when Lil Wayne earned it. But it's not just him. It's it's several people that maybe screwed over, you know. And it's only so it's only so much you're gonna do and get away with without somebody touching you, dog. Like it's gonna happen. It's gonna I kind of here's I kind of feel like question. Jay Prince needs to chill out on these uh, threats that he's sending, though. Oh. Before the, the the law comes at him for something, I think he needs to chill out on the type of stuff he's saying in public. A street justice, like, right. like he might want to chill. Like you can't just be sending threats like that and think people just gonna, you know, just take that on the chin like that. That's a two way thing. Like he also opened the door up for 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 his own for madness his own way, but. Right. With the situation, like, I want to know what is he so, like, what is he still so mad about? Because it got settled in court. Wayne, they got a settlement. Paid. I mean, he might not be happy with the settlement, but he could always not took it. Ah, uh, yeah, that was the settlement for with, for, with, for 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 Jazz Prince that uh, uh that that discovered yeah. Drake, yeah, because yeah, they sued they sued Young Money, Drake. yeah, right. But still, at the same time, Jay Prince, everybody know Jay Prince from. Even back in the day, and it, even it, how he's portrayed in movies and and situations that we've seen along the years, man, that man's real, dog. He's real. He could you could say, oh, they gonna call the police? Call he don't care. He don't care about that. What you gonna call yeah. police to say? I mean, I can dig at, and I'm I'm not gonna say he's not real, but it gets to a point where, okay, we always always hear him threatening these rappers and all of this stuff. You, it comes a point in time where you get too old for that, bro. And I think he's past that point. Yeah, but at the same time, he's he's a man just like anybody else. And on yeah, top of that, on it's not like <laughs> it's not like he can sit down and drop a diss record. You know what I'm saying? He's one of them cats gonna bring it straight to you direct. And I feel like if he said it before and he said it again, he's it about that. No, yeah, but what I'm, for no reason. But yeah, but what, what I'm saying, like you said, he, he is a man. But all of these threats that he sent, that he keeps sending towards people and towards all the threats that he's sending towards Birdman have nothing to do with him. It's his son's business. We can say his son is a man. Maybe his son is the one that should be speaking up and out. Well, you can say that, but at the end of the day, if your son was in that situation, you wouldn't do nothing about it. I'm not gonna say I. I'm not. No, I can't say that I wouldn't do anything about it. But if my son is a fully able-bodied grown man, I would say you need to stand up for yourself and handle it. Yeah, but it's not that easy because Birdman ain't just a random cat. But I mean, I'm, but but I mean, his son, his son actually did handle it though. He took him to court, got his due. So I don't yeah, know. I but, don't know. I don't know the. But 
I don't he know got the his, end He game. got his due. He got his due with what somebody else thought his due was. Was that really worth all the all the stuff that he did? He accepted it. He must agree that it was. Hey. I mean, he accepted because who wouldn't? If, if you think know. you should That's, get more, I mean, if you feel like it. that ain't that ain't your that ain't what that, you what you was worth or higher. what you was due, yeah, you definitely don't take a settlement. Like you don't take unless it's something that you can live with. Are you cool with or happy with? But the now on his father on his father's account, like he unless there's some other transactions that we ain't never heard or came out, like like unless there's some like new dealings that they had, like if it's on the old stuff, he, he might just have to take that on the chin and be like, Yo, my son made his path, he took this, boom. I mean, unless he's was he what else does he want? Like but, credit, like Birdman to come out and be like, Hey, your son did X, Y, and Z. It got settled in court. So his son his son made a move. But also So he either gave yeah. Also though, it comes down to a responsibility in a in a in a in a situation like how many times did my mama tell me, You reap what you sow. You it's true. You you can't just do what you wanna do. You know what I'm saying? If you want respect, you gotta earn it. And you got to give the same respect to get it. So, at the end of the day, all he's doing is tell you, he's basically telling him something we already know. Whether it's for a lesson or whether it's just to say it and he knows the Burman ain't going to do nothing about it. Yeah. Maybe that's the reason. But I mean, I dig that. I mean, it's cool to say, yo, you reap what you sow, you should be doing better business. But you're going to a different level when you say, yeah, you got kids. It'd be bad but, to see your kids. But it's the reality, though. It's the reality. It's not. It's not something he's making up. It's not something he's making up because I've seen it here in the city. That was an absolute threat. I've seen to, it here in the city, a, bro. That was a to threat. Her. But I mean, it, even if it was a threat, it was still. It wasn't. It wasn't nothing that that's not out the ordinary. It wasn't nothing like I could see if he was like, uh like Mike Tyson used to do. I eat your kids, and I. You know what I'm saying? It was to the point where he's really saying the things you out here doing affects your family. And it really do. It really do. You can't be doing people grimy and then expect it. And they know where you live. They know who your peoples are. And you out here doing grimy to other people and not, not expect or in reality face that it can really happen to you. Yeah, no, I get, I get what you're saying. If it, But this is they're not this isn't street stuff that's happening that they're talking about this is business what, contractual what if it wasn't stuff. a threat though what if it was a promise same thing mm. same thing i'm just saying like he's basically threatening his family this isn't a you know you're doing bad business deals in the music industry you're gonna get these lawsuits and you're gonna lose money that's one thing but it's another thing to say you did a bad business deal with this person so i'm gonna threaten your family that's that's silly I think it's just the reality of the situation. It can really happen. I mean, I'm not saying it's not the reality, I mean, but I mean, it's still silly. Even if it's the reality, it still doesn't make sense it to be doing that. But it might be said, it might be silly to us, but it might not be silly. It might be real talk. I mean, yeah, that's, that's what I say. That's real for that. I guess the question is why? Why isn't he just targeting Birdman, not the kids, the family? Like, why doesn't he like his karma? Like, when he feels like karma's payback should be just for Birdman, not his his um, kids. Well, like I said, yeah. nowadays, 
That's how. Oh people, no, people go after what hurts you the most. Yeah, nah, I'm that's with you. What, I, I believe that's a fact. That's, that's the whole point. But that's it's, but that's street life stuff. This ain't this ain't no street stuff. He's trying to turn it into man. street stuff. It's not. It's not. You don't think it is? No, it's not. I think it is. Hey, it's music industry. It's, it's music industry stuff. I think he's on some principal stuff. stuff, and that's still street. Hey, bro. But that's but but this is this is the this is my point that I'm trying to get at. That's mm-hmm. that's street rules and that's street code. This is entertainment industry. It's not the same. People try to make people who come from the streets try to treat it as the same. That's when they get into trouble. That's when you get rappers stay getting locked up. That's when you get rappers getting shot and getting killed. You've got to leave that street alone. The street stuff no, alone. I'm sorry. That's real. That's real. No, no, no. You're right. My bad. I didn't mean to interrupt. You're right. You're right. But that's just my spiel. But some people, that's all they know is the streets. Yeah. Right. I was. Is are these two street like? Will we be able to say like, yo, these are two people that that about that street life, right? Would you say that? I yeah. would. Birdman I wouldn't necessarily. I wouldn't necessarily say Birdman is really about the street life. I think he's he's around people that. And that influenced that, but I wouldn't necessarily okay. say he is. But Jay Prince, he's been a boss. He's been, you know, what I'm saying like it's. He's been real like it. This is not the first time he said a threat to somebody. I'm pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, it's not the only threat that he hasn't. Uh, made it a real thing too. Right. Well, mm-hmm. good convo, good convo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll 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 go ahead and get into get into the wrap up. Brent, any shout outs you want to send out to folks? Uh, all the people from before BTG. Um, I'm trying to think. Teddy, Teddy D. But we're gonna holler him later since you know he know why. Yes, yeah, so Teddy podcast. He know why. Um, but yeah, man, thank y'all for having me on, man. This has been this has been great, man. I. Really appreciate y'all letting me to, uh, you know, share the time with y'all, man. Get to chop it up with y'all, man. Right. They need to reach me. They can reach uh, me at LLCoolB22 on Twitter or wherever you want to find me. Um, look, at, Check out the show one time. Check out our show um, at OAF Discussions. That's O-A-F Discussions.com. And you can find that. Well, OAF Discussions is the show. You can go to OAF Discussions.com. Put it in Google. You'll find us. Um Hey man, thanks for having me on. That's what's up. No problem. No problem, man. Uh, yeah, shout out, shout out, shout out, Teddy D, man. Well, well, shout out to Teddy D. That's the guy. Yeah, shout out, man. He, uh, he's still making. Yeah, he he's the man still. He be mo- yeah. he be making moves, man. Still a homie, you know. Jeez, you want to shout out anybody before we wrap up? Man, shout out the city, man. Anybody doing anything in the city? Shout him out, man. Never give up. Keep your head up. Uh. Shout out That's to B lot. Spence, you know what I'm saying? That's the homie, mm-hmm. man. Black Beetle, man. Shout out to Brent, man. Homie from way back. Appreciate yeah, him yeah. coming on. Of course, always shout out to the to the regulars. Louisville got next. Uh, shout out to Joe Lewis Photography. Shout out Rod Smooth. Shout out Marcus mm-hmm. Pipes, MAP Productions. Well, MAP Visuals. What up, though? Uh, shout out to the Allegiance, of course. Shout out to uh, DJ Equip. Shout out to B-Boy First Class. Uh, shout out to everybody we had on the show, man. Shout out uh, Neff. They on that tour, man. I've been checking them out, man. They they doing nice on that tour, man. Make sure y'all follow them, man. But up to B-Bands and uh, my boy, Mr. Yola. Of course, uh, 
Gotta shout out Solo LeMaze, Louisville's own. Mm-hmm. Made a shout out to everybody doing something, man. Just keep doing it. Yes, us. What's up? What's up? And, and, and again, uh, you can reach uh, the podcast. You can reach us at the Facebook page, The Ball and Beats Podcast. Uh, you can catch that on Instagram as well. Uh, any type of feedback, uh, anything that you want to send to us, uh, most definitely can send that uh, to the Ball and Beats Podcast at gmail.com. With a Z. That is Beach with a Z. Yes, sir. Uh, once again, thanks for everybody taking the time to sit out and listen with us. Uh, thanks for Brent for coming on with us for, for this episode. Uh, it's going to be great. Can't wait for everybody to hear it. Uh, on that note, uh, see everybody on the next episode. Y'all have a good one. Till we meet again, I got to chill with the Black Beatles. Chill. Wanna wanna go against the grain? One who bout yeah. to change? Yeah. Ratting all lanes, letting Will swing donuts in the rain. Yeah. Pull up in the Hummer, shining all summer, eating Tony Ramos. Yeah. Holy know it's commas, plug numbers, I had a bust a llama. Hot boy, hot boy, setting up, shutting down, shot boy, pulling up clean with the chrome on the drop boy. Yeah. Came from the bottom, you deserve this top boy. I want you. you. Put it on lock boy, lock. just like you got that black boy. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get pop boy. Uh-huh. Look at the back and a whole lot of spots boy. Hot boy, Olympic torch. Hot boy, Miami port. Cut the green like a salad fork. Whips, motorsport. Ballin' without no court. Uh-huh. Body like a temple, no port. Uh-huh. Looking like a snack, oh lord. Uh-huh. Louisville, shot town, New York with uh-huh. hot boys. Trying to give me 200 on the dash, man, that look tempting yeah. I am at the lose control like I'm Missy. Missy I switch gears like my car shifting I switch gears like my car drifting I'm that bomb that just keep ticking boom. Now watch me boom, boom In the car, it's about to go zoom, zoom Put you laying cars in a tomb, dude tomb. I got the new sauce in the new juice You hilarious boy like Bruce Bruce <laughs> Playing duck goose and you duck goose You want a hot boy, so don't get confused I'm, I'm Mr. Yola, no Mr. Scrooge nah. I've been hot, yeah, boiling water Ooh. Morning blunt with a morning I'm bottle stuck. Eight ball to the corner pocket I'm just trying to make more than profit And she just want to get morning signs. I'm sitting on them. Here's a porta potty. All black and red Bugatti. Rolls Royce in a new variety. Yeah.